settle down for this week's Nasco Moments radio show. Many thanks for staying tuned even while you're enjoying your Saturday morning. Now, do you know where your children are this moment? Last week, we were introduced to the homegrown school feeding and conditional cash transfer components of the federal government's social intervention program. Every part of this country is facing social problems, notably unemployment and poverty, which strip many citizens of their fundamental human rights to dignity and a decent life, which are guaranteed by the Constitution. Poverty causes children to go to school hungry, which means, therefore, that they simply cannot learn. They eventually drop out, leaving the country with a prospect of large populations of illiterate people in the future with all its attendant problems. The Homegrown School Feeding Program hopes to propel better school enrollment, attendance, retention, completion and, finally, achievement. But there is still a long way to go as the coverage is not as wide as would be hoped. Conditional caste transfer, as said last time, aims to reduce poverty by giving money to poor people who meet certain criteria. The conditional caste transfer is ongoing in six local government areas of the state, Basa and Just East in the Northern Zone, Bokos and Kanke, Central Zone, and then Langtang North and Wase in the Southern Zone. What then is the fate of the other 11 local government areas? This and many more pressing questions will be answered by our guest, who has made time to be here again. In the studio with me is the focal person and executive assistant to the Governor of Plateau State on Social Investment Program, Dr. Sumaya Hamza. She is, as well, a Ford International Fellow. I am Hudungya. Stay right where you are. A promise kept. the taste of Nasco cream crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco cream crackers is best served with tea, coffee and cheese. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers. A promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco cream crackers. cream crackers. Another quality product from Nasco. Welcome again to the Nasco Moments Show. This is my Hamza. Uh, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Now, we would like just to refresh our memory briefly on what the Homegrown School Feeding Program is, as well as conditional cash transfer for those who are just joining us for the first time this week. Uh, yes, thank you very much. The home, homegrown school feeding and conditional cash transfer are two components out of the four of the social investment program introduced by the uh, President of Federal Republic of Nigeria, Muhammad Buhari. And uh, it's not allocation given to states, but it is any state that is ready that keys into this laudable initiative. Unfortunately for us, our own rescue leader, uh, Right Honorable Simon Bagolalong, keyed in, provided the enabling environment and allowed Plateau State to be on board. Yes. Okay. Now, how many primary schools do we have in Plateau State and how many of them are benefiting from the homegrown school feeding program? Yes, we have uh, 2,420 public primary schools in Plateau State and currently about 1,000 are benefiting from this intervention uh, through the school feeding. Why not more? And also tell us more about the rural areas, whether they have keyed in. Yes, rural areas have keyed in as well. 
it's not about the area but it's about the vendor whose uh, bvn has been validated so you might have a vendor in the central area in the city that the bvn has not been validated while you have a rural community with vendors being validated for example you go to uh, jingri central islamia jingri you have people who are feeding you go to rcm shandong for example you go to a uh, uh, a pilot's uh, school in demak you will check central pokos for example you find people are serving are providing the service vendors are, have gotten their stipends and they are providing service to such schools so it's all about the vendors is yes how much is the school feeding costing the federal government and what role does the state government play in this regard yes uh, it is is 17 naira per child per day and with the number of pupils we have if all the pupils are fed it will be about 20 million that will be spent on a daily basis in plateau states to serve over 200 uh, over 2000 290000 pupils in plateau states that will be benefiting and interestingly there's an additional component attached to the school feeding which is the school deworming and in the school deworming it targets primaries 1 to 6 public primary schools and we have over 500000 of pupils in primaries 1 to 6 in public primary schools and all of them are going to be dewormed training of trainers is taking place from the 6th to the 9th of december next week and then thereafter the deworming exercise will take place the, uh, the drugs are given by the federal government so that's another investment in itself and the drugs will be delivered to plateau state and administered to the public primary school children what is the role of the state government in all of this yes the role of the state government is uh, the readiness by the state government in terms of pro- providing prerequisites like for example office space for the focal office and also for other subsequent units that are supposed to be established providing basic equipments like computers laptops and uh, other consumable materials also posting of staff from the civil service because most of the staff that are almost all the staff except myself that are managing the intervention are civil servants so that's a huge contribution by the state and beyond that the state has allowed the program to take place in plateau states how sustainable though is the homegrown school feeding program yes i would say it is sustainable because the, the state government already is having the desire to key into this and there are in, indications by other partners that will participate in actualizing that these children continue to receive a nourish meal per day while they are in the school so sustainability i think can be assured like for example we have an school which has decided to subsidize its biscuit that we can now use to give the children there are other non-governmental organizations that are also willing to partner so while the state mobilizes some part of the resources they will also contribute in part of the resources so sustainability i think can be assured if we leverage on this opportunity is there any legislative act backing the homegrown school feeding program as well as a conditional cash transfer No there is not a legislative act per se but it is a manifesto of the APC which is the uh, government in place and they are now trying to just actualize what is in the manifesto what they have promised the citizens of Nigeria that's just the implementation of a component of that uh, mandate that they have assured Nigerians to benefit from if voted into power and that is how it is unfolding 
So it's not a legislated uh, intervention. So if there should be another government, say, in the next election, then this, this laudable initiative may fail? I wouldn't say it may fail. Government is a continuum. Uh, as, as one government, and besides, this government has the chance to go for a second tenure. And that second tenure means another additional four years or six years from now before we can think of whether the program will stop or it will be continued. But before then, the citizens of Nigeria will have seen the benefit of it. And now we have come, come to an era that citizens are demanding of what they want. They will now prioritize and say, yes, we felt the impact of this intervention and we want this intervention to continue. So it's a kind of negotiation between the citizens and the, uh, the politicians who want to be voted into power. So partly it is the responsibility of the citizens then to see yes, that it continues. Yes, <laughs> This is still the Nasco Moments radio show. Thank you for joining us. We'll return right after this break. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. This is the Nasco Moments radio show. Welcome back. Today we are continuing the conversation on the social investment program as an intervention against poverty with Dr. Sumaya Hamza, a focal person and executive assistant to the Governor on Social Investment Program, SIP. Now we'd like to know um, how much of a value chain has been created as a result of the school feeding program. Yes, like I have told you, you know, before even the menu was uh, established, was developed by the multisectoral team, there was some uh, exploration as to how do we get the, the, the raw materials that we need for the food? How do the farmers get these seedlings? How do they have access to farmland? How do they have access to fertilizer? All these are part of the value chain. And then how do we link them up now with the vendors? How do vendors get Maggi cubes at a subsidized price? We are now partnering with Nestle, for example, and they give them at a reduced price, control price with some motivations. Then how do they now go beyond that to start investing on their own so that they could add value to themselves? If they buy eggs, for example, and cook for the children, they could as well use part of the egg to sell so that it doesn't get stale and then use it the money to buy again. So the value chain in terms of getting raw materials from the onset like seedlings and also ensuring that the farmers now farm and get a good yield and the vendors get what they want to get and eventually farmers sell to vendors and sell to others so it's boosting their own agricultural activity beyond the school feeding so the value chain i will say is is also multifaceted affecting the vendors the children and the farmers themselves not stock of transportation <laughs> is within the local environment that's mm-hmm. why as much as possible the vendor will buy from the local farmer and the vendor will be will live within the community so cost of transportation is highly reduced how do you ensure transparency in your operations 
yes, transparency is ensured. Like I've told you, the method of selection of the vendor. Uh, the vendor has gone through a health check. Those whom we had that have contagious diseases, for example, they had hepatitis. And so we now had to drop them and advise them appropriately because before then they didn't even know about their status. So it was an opportunity for them to even know and then direct them to where they could get uh, medical support. Within the communities, we had communities where they will together say, this is the woman we want to provide the service for us in the school within our community. Because we have the confidence, she lives with us and she will give the food that is expected to be given to the children. So in terms of accountability to, the, to, her, to herself and to the process itself, it is highly ensured. It is very participatory. So in terms of our transparency, I would say to a large extent, that has been ensured. Because I know in other states in the Southwest, there have been accusations that uh, people who are not even from the community, but who are well known to those in charge, have been appointed as vendors. No, for us in Plateau State, as much as possible, I would say the state office, nobody in the state office appoints a vendor. We receive the list from the local level so that the local level could have the opportunity to have the impact of this initiative as well. Okay. Now let's talk a little about the conditional cash transfer. What other incentives does a beneficiary of the conditional cash transfer get apart from the 5,000 naira? Yes, there's a... a co-responsibility component to the conditional cash transfer, which we are processing between the state and the federal. Our own governor has identified health sector, particularly in the area of maternal and child health, where they think the co-responsibility should be focused on. And the federal government is also looking at this component in Plateau State. So additionally, our primary health care centers will have a benefit in terms of getting personnel, in terms of getting equipment, to be able to provide services at the doorstep of the local communities members. So they don't need to travel up to our specialist hospital or the teaching hospital before they can get attention or general hospitals which may be far from them. The primary health care centers which are within the communities should be able to provide the services required by the rural communities. So that's another additional component that goes along with the 55,000. And this goes in all the primary health care centers, not restricted. And beside these six local governments, the next local government will come on board. We are anticipating by January, the 50%, this six is 30% of our 17. The next selection will be 50% of the 17, which will be about eight local government. Then we have the 20% balance. How many people uh, on your database, those who have been selected to benefit from the conditional cash transfer? Yes, we have almost 20,000 that have been enumerated. So far, over 90,000 have been paid, the 55,000, and they've been paid for two months. So they have received 10, 10,000 for, for the household. And we have over 34,000 members of the household that stand to benefit from this very important intervention. So how soon are we going to move on to eight local governments and then all of the local governments in the state? Uh, yes, by, by January, we have uh, the anticipation that the eight will come on board. And we have already started preparation as a state because you must be proactive for you to be able to benefit maximally from this intervention. So we've already started talking with the local government authority to make sure that we have the credible 
community-based targeting team in place. So the selection process has already started. We are sensitizing the new chairman so that they begin to understand that they must get somebody who's on the payroll of government, not a political appointee, because we need continuity. So that when the political leader leaves the local government, the staff of the local government will now sustain what is happening. So can and we know which local governments are coming on next? There are poor people everywhere and people are no, looking forward I, to No, I, I wouldn't want to preempt because the poverty ranking, we may have a new research that has come on board after these five have been selected. So if we had the eight that were in on, on the pay, poverty ranking last year, they may not, they may, their position might have shifted. So I wouldn't want to preempt the local government that will come on board. All but right. eventually all the 17 will come on board. Okay, we're looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> it's the Nasco Moments radio talk show. And today we're talking about intervening against poverty, the social investment program as viable strategy. Please stay with us. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Thank you for staying tuned to the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest is Dr. Smaya Hamza, focal person and executive assistant to the governor on social investment program. She has been enlightening us on the progress of the homegrown school feeding program and conditional cash transfer. What is the expected outcome of the conditional cash transfer intervention? Yes, the expected outcome is that the well-being of uh, the household will be enhanced. They should be able to take a balanced meal. They should be able to plant like maybe vegetables behind their backyard with which they can now enhance their meal. They should be able to access basic health uh, services within their localities and they should be able to provide basic things to children in the household for them to be able to go to school. So generally, we will expect that they will have a feel of what it takes to take responsibility of their household. Now, what level of support does Plateau State expect from the federal government in order to scale up the homegrown school feeding program, uh, especially seeing that you have NASCO Foods Limited right here in Jos? Yes, what uh, we should expect is that sustainability from the federal government, because they have already taken responsibility of payment of primaries one, two, and three. So we want them to, uh, want them to sustain that. If possible, appropriate additional class so that it will reduce the burden on the state government. Okay. And what about uh, having NASCO as uh, hopes, having NASCO domiciled in Plateau State? What level of support do you expect from that as well? Uh, the level of support is for the state government now to boost the agricultural activities of our farmers so that you'll be able to provide the raw materials to NASCO instead of NASCO buying from elsewhere. So we take advantage of that. And that could be done through reinforcing the strength of the Anko Barrow's intervention, which is handled by microfinance agency and the Ministry of Agri. So when our farmers can produce enough 
on us code to get then it means that plateau state will be very very comfortable and our igr will be enhanced in this regard how soon should we expect Um, probably your office and the governor to inspect the Nasco Foods Limited production facilities. Oh, uh, like I've told you, we've started discussing with Nasco. We've gone far. They've shown us their biscuits. What is left for us to do now is to continue from where we stopped and then arrange of a suitable date and where we can scale it up where the governor himself will pay a bc to nasco group of companies will be delighted to do that and i'm very sure the governor will be expecting that now what tangible results so far have been recorded from both the homegrown school feeding program and the conditional cash transfer in plateau state yes we have recorded a tangible program uh, progress like for example for the cash transfer the money so far paid to this vulnerable poor and vulnerable group is 193 million 860,000 naira in cash in the hands of poor and vulnerable in plateau state in six local government that is boosting the economy because money cannot be eaten but money will be used so this money circulating within six local government means a lot in terms of economy of the state for the school feeding who have our farmers now more interested in farming because they know that there are buyers who are the food vendors the food vendors themselves some of them have given us testimony that they have started a particular vendor in barikil that the local government said from this intervention she has she has started making puff puff and she is selling to uh, her in her neighborhood so even during the holidays she continues with her puff puff that's additional value added to her So we have little little you know uh, impact and testimonies by beneficiaries which is very very inspiring. And that means we look forward to having all the schools benefiting so that we can see more yes. of this impact in 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 the society. Yes. Now what are your final words on this topic as the social investment program continues in the state? Yes, my final word on this topic is I will urge on all who are on board especially those who are providing services in one form or the other they should be honest to themselves and they should be honest to the process it's all about honesty because it's not every day that monitoring officers will visit the field to find out what is happening but if i am paid and i'm expected to serve the food i should be committed to it and serve the food for the days that i have been paid so not only the days that i expect the monitoring officers to be around me So it's not anyone to police anyone but we should be committed to it and add our own contribution so that we will rejoice at the end of it all that yes I am part of this success and all other interventions that may come associated with social investment program I will encourage our citizens to believe it and key into it it's at no cost it is free so believe it and key into it so that we do not watch things happening elsewhere and we are regretting that we, if we had known we would have keyed into it so let us be very proactive and let us play our own part so that we can celebrate the success at the end on a wonderful note there we end the program a call for us to be conscientious and patriotic in all that we do uh, thank you very much um, dr smaya hamza once again for being on the nasco moments radio show thank you Everyone listening, thank you very much as well for being on the program and listening to Dr. Samaya Hamza, who is focal person and executive assistant to the Governor of Plateau State, 
on social investment program. And I hope that as we continue to sustain the fight against poverty, we will have real meaningful development in Nigeria. Once again, thank you for your time and best wishes. It's my pleasure. You too. Join NASCO on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You can also follow on Twitter on the handle at NASCO group. Freely send any feedback on any aspect of this NASCO Moment show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the NASCO Moments Trivia Question segment. The question for this week is, what is the full meaning of these two acronyms, UNESCO and UNICEF? Send the correct answers via text to 0805-774-7777 with your name and location. Last week, we asked you to tell us the name and constituency platform of the immediate past Deputy Speaker of the Federal House of Representatives. Well, the name is Chukwe Meka Ehedioha, and the constituency platform is Mbutu Abo Mbise. Our winners are Mary Daniel and Queen Essien. Congratulations, ladies. You will get your call for you to collect your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO, and it was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO Marketing Department, producer Harun Audu, research and content development, Fudun Gyang and Harun Audu, production coordinators, Harun Audu and Solomon Audu. I'm Hudun Gyan. Have a fabulous weekend enjoying the quality life.